Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. As always, please beware of spoilers. Otherwise, me find, you may find out that Will Hunting got her number. How about them apples? <laughs> That's right. In honor of the far-flung students popping home for the holidays, we decided to leave the holidays behind and chat about academic movies. I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and with me is my beautiful co-host, Sonia Stanger. Hi. Who my listeners may or may not know holds a BA in English and is currently working away on her second BA in psychology. Oh. Yes. Or psych, as we say in the academic biz. <laughs> in the biz. Um, Jeremy is unfortunately stringing popcorn garland with his family. <laughs> But with us are my two smarties pants friends, Annalise Cooper and Devin Clancy. Hello. Oh. Well, hi, guys. Like, say hi. Hi, to hi, here. Welcome to Regina, and welcome to our show. Um, you two are both working on PhDs, one in political science and sociology, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we won't talk about your degrees at all. Thank you. Just to let you know. <laughs> you are obviously above our pay grade, but we're so happy to have you. <laughs> I don't know if we are, I don't actually. think so. We're grad students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, have no pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard about you guys' pay situations. Okay. It's not great. <laughs> not great. Um, let's start at the very beginning of our academic career. Let's talk acceptance letters. Um, movies always led me to believe that this is a major dramatic moment and that you're really waiting on pins and needles forever. Set the scene when you all found out you were accepted to university. Mm. Well... I went to the U of R and currently do, which I want to say in a diplomatic way is not entirely a real university. Um, I think they had a thing recently where if you signed up on the spot, you got a free pair of mitts. Yeah. So um, I was like, I wasn't worried about getting it. And I think I just got a letter that was like, hey, you're in. And it was just kind of cool. For me, I also only applied to one and was very guaranteed that I would get in. So I was not shocked. But I also did, I applied for the School of Journalism uh, after a couple of years, and that was very stressful. Mm. And it was a long process and interview, and and I did not know if I would get it. And I was very, I don't know, I would be lost if I didn't get in. I don't know what I would have done. Aww. What about you guys? Um. Well, I also did my BA at the U of R and was not too worried about that. But for my MA, I was, well, the process was quite underwhelming. I don't really remember much, but I think there was a lot of, like, letters that gave me first a line saying, here is a password to go into an online portal, and you can follow the progress of your application. Oh, my. And the so, portal. It's uh, like portal. watching your pizza delivery online. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Domino's. This is a Skip the Dishes reference you for you out-of-towners. <laughs> and now your application is being baked in the oven. <laughs> oh, boy. The applications committee is reviewing your, hot and fresh. your references. Yeah. <laughs> Checking to make sure it's hot and fresh. But my, my, when I got that acceptance letter for my PhD, I actually like had a panic attack because I was like, am I going to do this? This seems like a bad life choice. And it was. And it was. <laughs> and it now was you're, five now you're really later, in a bad place. <laughs> I think about that. But it's very impressive. So impressive. Yeah. And soon you'll be a doctor. No. A no, doctor. No. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of, can you look at something? I have a bad rash. <laughs> Uh, Devin, what about you? Um, I remember it was one of those things, you know, you apply. I, it's just such a cash grab. I was so mad you had to 
pay a hundred bucks just to apply to university, and then they're going to ask you for even more money every year, and it always goes up more and more and more. Oh, you're not getting out of there with no money. But they dress it up. They make the letters look nice, and you have false sense of how amazing university is with the uh, nice letterhead, and you get there, and, uh, you know, automatic doors don't open, and garbage cans are overflowing, and <laughs> students are bumping into you in the halls. Devin, are you suggesting that universities are under underfunded in this country? Well, I mean, it's certainly the case what in a, Ontario. What a thing to say. What a, what a shocking revelation. <laughs> During the Christmas holidays. <laughs> Sorry, I took it there again. <laughs> That'll happen occasionally. Sonia goes there. Okay. Well, with that dealt with, um, have you guys slept with the professor? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like also this is a thing that happens in every one of the movies. Yeah, with L little to no repercussions. No, it's mm. just very casual. I am only in my dreams. Oh. <laughs> and I won't be naming names. Do you put a little chili pepper next to the Rate My Professor? <laughs> rate my prop. Um, no. Oh, do you guys oh. have a Rate My Professor like page? Like yeah, personal, personal? Um, I, I sometimes check to see if I'm on there yet, and I'm not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I check, and I'm always disappointed. Oh. oh. That is sad. But we are, yeah. I would give you both a chili pepper. I don't, You're oh. so young. I don't, I don't know. Oh, I'd be I passing chili be, peppers. I don't want to be on there. <laughs> you don't want to be on No. Hot prop. <laughs> I don't want to be on there. You I know? think they re recently took out the chili peppers, because... Oh, that's good. It's that's, quite sexist. That's, it is, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's like, let me guess. It's, it's it applied unevenly. <laughs> I think that everyone uses extreme prejudice while using it, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but the sleeping with the prof, it's a plot point for almost every film. It really is. That I watched, um, and I have not slept with the prof. But I have a story about somebody in my department, if I could talk about oh, that. Sure. We're not naming any names. No, and I actually, I don't know the student, and I just know the professor, um, and these stories travel, travel oh, through time. Word of mouth. Down to new cohorts of incoming grad students. And um, this prof, eventually, okay, so he meets this student, the student and him have a relationship, and eventually he, like, stops doing all of his committee work and responsibilities and, and men work, which is not also not uncommon, for especially for tenured male profs mm -hmm. to stop doing any sort of work they don't want to do. But it drags on, and then he eventually just quits the biz and leaves academia and starts at an ice cream shop with the grad student, and they move across the city and begin a lovely little life. An ice cream life. Wow. Just selling... Ice cream. Those flavors must be really boring, though, and dry. <laughs> oh, they might be. <laughs> they might be. Postmodern pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm like, yeah, it's mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any good ones. I know. That's like, the only great. one I can think of. <laughs> Marx is maraschino. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. Um, this is why we have thinkers in the room. That sounds like actually a very sweet. <laughs> that Sorry, could be it's probably disgusting. Yeah, it that sounds like the end of a rom-com, but in in actuality, you're like, oh, it was probably somewhat an abuse of power. But I think, and I think it didn't work out. I think he actually happiness. came back to academia. I think he's oh, still yeah. in my department, but oh, he came back. Low, low profile. Yeah, it didn't work out. Oh, it worked for a bit, and then it, he came back. Oh. Uh. 
leaving there her was... to the ice cream shop all herself? <laughs> this is sad. This turned into yeah, a sad She probably movie. never got her degree. I don't, I don't know, though. Oh, oh, man. No. So it doesn't pay is what you're saying to sleep with a prof. Once God. I kissed a professor <gasps> on... New Year's and I <gasps> had a major freak out oh. forever. <laughs> While you were a student, I was like, "Oh of my theirs? god, I am uh, a Jezebel." <laughs> were you a student of theirs at the time? No. <laughs> oh, <then it's> like <laughs> nope, literally not a problem. It was not a problem at all. But I was like, "Oh no, I'm the worst." Probably. I always say that about you. I know, and that's tough to hear. You <laughs> <laughs> always do. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, I just I had a thought before we move. What is? What is? Is it ever a female professor sleeping with a male student in any of these movies? Um, if it is, I would be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever situation. <laughs> I can't think of one. Not that I've seen. Honestly, not that that's either. not the trope. I can't think of any. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just that's too bad. Well, it's so, so rare that. for them to depict a woman professor in general. That's true. Yes. And if they are, they are insane. Yeah. Like, in the Mona Lisa smile, which I watched recently. Excellent. Um, have you, has any of you guys seen that? Yeah. I haven't. I, no. I missed it's that one. Pre- it's a little wild. It is. I like it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, it's very pleasing. It's uh, it takes place in like the 50s mm-hmm. at Wellesley College. Wellesley. Um, Julia Roberts. Yeah. To say uh, it like you're that. a Wellesley girl. Um, Julia Roberts is a, a newly hired art history professor. Mm-hmm. She, everyone else is doing really good 50s uh, period look. She looks like she stepped right out of the, ni- ni- the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, she's Julia ahead. can't do period. I'll say it. She's ahead of her time. She's like Cameron Diaz. You yeah. know that she's oh, yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. Mm. Um, it begins with like a, a ceremonial knocking and answering. Yeah. Do you remember... What is that? It has to do... It's it's one of these old-timey school traditions that oh. specific schools have. Right. Where you do a thing that's, like, the a bit nonsensical. opens with it's one crazy. of the girls knocking on the door with a javel and them being like, you may come in yeah. and get your education, oh. and then they all run it's a, It's symbolic. It's wild. There's... Okay. I went to, like, an old kind of snooty uh, university in Ontario in Kingston called Queens, Ooh. named after... The queen. The queen herself. <laughs> she queen. of the gold the piano fame. Plural the queens. One with the crown. Or just the one. And apparently it's a very big engineering school, but I don't know anything about math. But I've been told by engineers that when they do finally get their degree, they have this huge ceremony in like the oldest building with like a giant clock tower where the city of Kingston was like, nothing can be taller than this clock tower. We must keep everything down because the university is so important. And when the engineers get their silly rings to prove that they can build bridges they also have giant chain links down the rows of these like church pews and they all hold on to the chains and they sing like some weird gregorian chant anyway whoa like masons that sounds culty very yeah true i mean there are a lot of like culty groups and rituals associated with academia oh just did law school. Oh, yeah. And she'd just casually be like, oh, yeah, like there's like a dead fish like over here and there's a dance about the dead fish. <laughs> and it's just like, what are you speaking about? What this is, insane is this stuff. of which you speak? But yeah, like, you know, if you think of like Ivy League schools, they have all these like white male groups who do secret. They're like secret societies. Oh, yeah. Semper Fi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a... 
that was um a Gilmore Girls sitch. Yes. What was his? It, it, that was, was that? the Wiffle Puffs, I think. I don't Wiffle know if that's Puffs? real. I don't think it's called that. That's too, <laughs> yeah, that's I thought it was like them. Skull Society or something like yeah, that. Maybe. Not like maybe that's the, the cool Wiffle one. <laughs> that might be their acapella team. <laughs> I but, think that's a real thing. Wow. I'm not, I'm just saying. Anyway, that's how Rory met the... But Logan. The mean Logan. Who <laughs> we don't like him. I don't know if you guys are watching Gilmore oh, Girls. Okay, yeah, no. They... Jeremy's not here, so we're allowed to talk about TV. Yes, we do not like it. You wouldn't like it. As one of their traditions, they jump off of a roof with umbrellas, and they all just float down like Mary Poppins somehow. But But someone does injure themselves. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway. I feel like Queen's had so many um, rituals that I've heard of secondhand through you, Devin. Yeah, it's weird stuff. They do weird stuff out there. I don't know. I feel like every college student is inspired by, like, Animal House or something, and they try to... Do kickstands at every party, and the, this is no offense to our engineers that are listening, but I also hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school, the engineering society was major into these rituals stuff. Into the and the yeah, the, the stuff, the games, yeah, the games yeah. involving drink. It's twisted. It it's really, really weird. But now they're in charge of our things. <laughs> our things. <laughs> All of our things. All of our things. Um, what we were ta- oh, we were talking about a female professor. Oh, right, right, right. And also in Mona Lisa Smile, Marsha Gay Harden plays a professor who is um, a, a what? She's a surprising woman. In her job, she teaches allocution and poise as her class. Uh, which is nothing. It's uh, something you have to have at a 50s university for women. It's insane. And during one of the classes, they cut it on her, and she is giving them a scenario. It's like a it's like a husband-pleasing class, basically. And she's <laughs> giving them a scenario like, your husband's up for a big promotion, and so he y- invites his uh, boss and his wife over, but then at the last minute, um, he invites the two people that he's also against the job with. And she's like, what do you do? What do you serve? Uh, and she's like, this is as much a test for you as it is for him. And it was a really wild scenario. And also Maggie Gyllenhaal made a mockery of the class because she's the best. Yeah, she's a free spirit. That um, that cast, incidentally, was amazing. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal, who is a dream. Yeah. Um Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, who oh, is... Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Jane. She yeah. is so good at being hateful. Like, she's yes. the most hateful person. Um, but then eventually turns around. But she was like... She brought out in me... You know, sometimes that feeling where you just want to really slap someone? Yeah. And you're like, where is this from? It's a terrible... I don't... I'm not this person. <laughs> deep, deep within your it psyche. It brought it deep within me. And I was like, I want to slap Kiki. Ooh. Anyway... No offense. That's just <laughs> a little, little peek into Sean's inner, yeah, inner it's life. Simmering below the surface for me. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, basically. Those, okay. Oh, the is cast. There, the cast. There, oh, and Julia Stiles. And who's the oh. cast? Oh, yes. And Julia Stiles has. Uh, oh. I feel like Julia Stiles got robbed of her career also. Mm. I agree. I think Claire Danes took it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> is there a lecture? About Mona Lisa's smile in that film? Surprisingly, no. no. <laughs> oh. But they do yeah. speak about it is one of the because these women like the cl- she shows up to the class and these women are like insane geniuses 
yeah. like they're so they're incredible geniuses and she's showing slides and each of them like have memorized everything about each one because they're such go-getters but they actually don't think about the art they're just good at learning mm. and that's what julia tries to teach them right is how to learn about art and eventually mona lisa is one of the things that gets a real conversation going where mm. people disagree and start thinking and that's where that comes oh. from that's mm. what wow. it's all about exactly it's the hardest, hardest thing to teach teach someone to learn um, wow. We watched, uh, Devin and I watched a movie last night, and one of my favorite lines from it was like, I'm not here to teach you to regurgitate facts. I'm here to teach you how to think. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah. And it, was, it was Lawrence Fishburne, too. Yes. <gasps> to who? It's very what, inspiring. What movie, what movie was this? Higher, higher learning. Higher learning. I don't That's know right. why I asked that. It was, <laughs> was higher learning. Uh, sorry, 19, sorry. <laughs> 1990. Four or five? It's mid nineties. It's a great film. It stars Ice Cube. Oh. Busta Rhymes. Is this about Christy weed? Christy Swanson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Christy it's about Swanson. Weed? It's yeah. not about weed. Oh. Although there is weed in it. Oh. That's exciting. It just seems just the Higher title learning. really Higher makes learning. it seem like No, yeah. it's not about it's not about that. It's about, you know, education. Mm. It's about really learning it's about, about life mm. in and out of the classroom. Wow. And Ice Cube as a student? Actually, it was a shocking. This was this film was actually shocking because it was so real and scary. Oh. And like a, the campus devolves into a race war, and people are radicalized into white supremacy. Oh no! There's a shooting. Oh my there's god! A, there's a the most American early movie campus ever rape seen. <laughs> scene. There's this is insane. Yeah. It sounds too real. It was. So it real. was. It was. But um, you know, Ice Cube, great performance from Ice Cube. He plays like this radical, Chilling. Uh, okay. Black Panther supporter who's, oh. uh, you know, telling, teaching people about the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, saying how the university is. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, he, he, that's important. He took a poli sci class in his day. You could tell. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. I feel like this is a common theme in these movies about university. Is like. Academia is still kind of revered, but there there's this grappling with the tension of like, this institution can't actually help you entirely, mm. or like misgivings about the institution or authority or like the systems, and but then it like never quite goes far enough. Yeah, I, yeah. That's like because it's like they it's like still, still find a be... way within the system to like mm-hmm. have their way. Yeah, because so often you know, like dead poet society or something. Which isn't a university, but it's a high school, right? It's a, it's a private boys' yeah, school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Private but it, that's like basically the same <laughs> because of all the records. Um, but basically, it's you know, there's this like central figure who's like disrupting things and being so inspirational. But then at the end of the day, there's still this like reverence for the school and for yeah. the traditions and everything. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. Speaking of schools, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <Sean. laughs> Um, actually, no, I do want to speak about something else. So another, like, weird trope that I was come across as I was researching things is that a lot of the people that are doing, they're doing research, but then they have this major breakthrough when they're watching, like, people flirt or, like, (laughs) they're watching beer pour and they're like, oh, my God, and they have a a big academic breakthrough in something (laughs) unrelated. Has this happened to you? <laughs> oh, no. the light bulb moment. The, I was like, the light bulb so like moment. Emily Blunt is like, f- 
in um, five-year engagement. Yeah. She is in university. I forget what for. Psychology. It's something about stale donuts. Yeah. Whereas she's like, people will take the stale donuts that they know are there instead of waiting for new donuts to be made. And then she has this like... This is a real study also. Like thesis breakthrough. Yeah. And then there's a sad moment where she sees her fiance eating a stale donut oh my God. and she realizes and that's like, their relationship oh, no. oh my god <laughs> yeah or like in a beautiful mind where yeah. he's like hanging out with like they're, they're like, like trying to figure out trying how to, to pick hook up, up with women. girls and he's like i had a physics breakthrough economics <laughs> oh, oh economics right yeah. there was some john adams sitch yeah no <laughs> right adam smith adam smith <laughs> John Adams. Adam Smith. One you of didn't the go Adamses. far enough. Yeah. Game theory was created. Yeah. With that moment Whoops. of trying to all get the blonde. Yes. Yeah, you should yeah. have seen how sad Adam moment. Smith was in the bars. He wasn't getting anyone. <laughs> no. Well, his, his no tail for Adam Smith, that's for sure. His name's yeah, too plain. All, he all about competition. He looks so plain. But he couldn't compete. Um, I guess that wasn't really a question, but mostly something to bring up. <laughs> Just something to think about. I would like y'all to think about it. Yeah, I think the movies do it so clumsily. Like, it's a beautiful yeah. line, especially. I yeah. just, well, watching that scene was so f- frustrating. Yeah. Also because it goes back to the last trope where women are only, yeah. only just students inspiration, to be slept like with. And like, sor- yeah, sources yeah. of inspiration yeah. or change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because even then, I actually just was watching this, and even throughout the movie, Jennifer Connelly is just there to like propel him and uh, and save a him. baby and save a baby. And she's his student, and no one bats. Yeah, her. like I still can't get Ever. behind any of this. I know the major major relationship in most of these movies is a student and a professor, and it's like that's not okay. Yeah, and he will not take his medication. No, well, that's it's complicated. <laughs> no, it impedes his ability to do math, which I'm told is an important skill. <laughs> I use math constantly math every day. I do too, but I don't like it. That's a true story, though. Yes, that, it is. That John Nash. Yeah, and like it is. That's it. It was sad. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to mention it. It was a beautiful ones. mind. It was a it was a beautiful ones. mind. Who do you guys consider a, a professor at a secondary school that you would enjoy taking a class from? A secondary school or like post secondary? Like from yes. the film? Did I say that? <laughs> from from film. From fiction? A fictional professor in film. Or even non fiction if you A real one? <laughs> have someone that you're Einstein. really Just into. Um I don't know. Do you have one in mind? Not really. I was thinking the Wonder Boys. Or yeah. Uh <laughs> Is that is that a duo, a professor duo, the yeah. Wonder Boys? Well, no, it's just the one. It's Michael. What is his name? It's I a, can't think of it. Me neither. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, who, uh, even though he has a a really messy personal life, but he seems like a great teacher. And Isn't he an English prof? Is that yes. Mm. Um, you don't have to be, having done it. You don't have to be a good person to be a good English prof. <laughs> You been? No. Well, no. Uh, no. But I know them. Maybe uh, 
Robin Williams from Fubber? How about him? Yeah. <laughs> actually, yes. No, but he's very absent-minded. He's too absent-minded. Mm. You're right. He's not focused on his students and their needs. Mm. What about the nutty professor? <laughs> yes, he's so nice. Sherman. He's so nutty. Yeah. Sherman. Sherman Clump. <laughs> professor Sherman. Mr. Clump. <laughs> Annalise is on the you first name basis. You knocked over your, your bowl of marbles again with your dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he has a hard time. <laughs> I love him. He's so nice. Yeah, he's he the is. sweetest of all the professors. Because a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them are jerks. Like they're really cruel to their students. Cold but that's distance. very accurate. I feel like yeah. that, that brings Not some always. realism. That's the ego on professors. The in ego, real life. especially Oof. male professors. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I would want to be maybe in the class of. Colin Firth's character in A Single Man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also love that scene in his classroom because I feel like I've been there on that side and how he teaches it because he comes in, he's like shook that day. He's not yeah. having a good day. And he's just like, okay. He, I love it. He, the first thing he says is like, assume you've all read this book I assigned more than three weeks ago. And they're all just like <laughs> staring back at him. Yeah. Like, blank blank faces totally totally like unresponsive and then he's just like okay let's let students start talking and he just zones out and then that student stops and he's just like okay yeah you talk now and he just does that a bit and then he starts going on a rant he's just dreaming of beautiful male bodies swimming in ocean for yeah, that's how, that's, that's how I teach. That's how I teach. That's what happens in my tutorials. I'm like, hey, turn it off, you guys. I assume you read this, everybody. What do you have to say? And then I just like and go you just into go my right into your dream my palace. happy place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mind palace. Yeah. Except now these days they don't even stare at you. They just stare at their computer screens. Oh no. Mm. No, it's the, such a good the students. Yeah. yeah. Now see, I feel like as one of those. People that blank facedly stared. Oh no! I, I feel like I just recently yeah. discovered that that's probably hard to that take scene. as a it's professor. Such a, it's such a good oh. depiction of it because there's like slow motion of like students like blinking and like taking like a long drag from a cigarette and like, uh, which is hilarious. At least they like, smoke. And then like secretly like whispering to each other and like judging him. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I've been on the other side of that. Yeah. Pointing and it's judging. It's rough. It's rough. And First then the, days. And then the camera in those moments just like zooms to a clock and it's just going tick, tock, tick, which was a common theme. Oh, that clock oh, across yeah. many that everywhere. A slow ticker. Films. Oh yeah. A slow ticker indeed. <laughs> There's even a the clock from The Simpsons that's going so slow and then all of a sudden it just starts, starts going backwards. I've experienced <laughs> that personally. <laughs> Um, I have not been in a, a class that terrible, honestly. I'm so happy for you. That's really good. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> that sounded that so sounded sincere. Very it was. Mine was sincere. Was yours? Yes. Your thanks. I was. So, mine was too. Have you ever taught a class, Sonia? Um, sort of. When I was a TA during my so my first degree was an honors degree, which is like kind of like BA plus a little bit. You take oh. some classes with master students and stuff. And part of that was uh, I worked as a TA in English. And one of the professors that I worked for want, like had me teach a class. And that was the day that I was like, oh, I thought I wanted to be an English professor. And I literally don't think I can because it's so hard um, to do that. Oh. Be- like an English 100 class especially because everyone's required to take it. Yeah. 
probably 75% of the people really don't want to be there and haven't done any of the work. Yeah. And it was really scary. And then I also had to teach. Um, I worked at the writing center on campus. Oh. And I would teach these, like, workshops. That's, you're on, doing God's work, though, writing. at the writing oh. center. She is. I actually just sent Sonia something to read over. <laughs> yeah. And I, I find it very fulfilling. And I really liked it when, um, because a lot of people don't get the the writing help that they need like in high school and they come to university not prepared whatever Mm -hmm. um but like teaching someone about how to structure an essay is like i don't know that there's anything you could teach someone that they want to learn less (laughs) in that context and a lot of them were there because they had to be like had been told to go to improve so I I relate to what you're saying. It's yeah, it's tough. I was ju- I just invigilated an exam before coming here for the holidays. Oh and, wow! And uh, the student was asking me, you know, had their hand up for a while, and I walked down the aisle. It's in a big gymnasium. Mm-hmm. I finally get there, and the instructions on it says that the long answer should be at least eight paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And then the person just says to me, "So, um, what's a, what's a paragraph?" Oh no! And there was not a single indent on that whole page. And I said, uh, it's Did fine. you slowly just, just, just like walk away? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Honestly, it's hard to say. I would be at such a loss. I would say. Like, I'm sorry, hon, you're actually. A chunk of ideas. You're done here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, hon, you should go you're just go. You're actually beyond my help. Oh, no. I know. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Yeah. sad. I do feel like and this is what higher learning higher education higher learning did well is it actually addressed this issue of students don't know how to write at all and there was a really good like series of scenes with like this one character just like getting told by his new girlfriend like no you have to learn how to structure your essay according to the way they want it start with a thesis statement then do this (laughs) and then do this and get a thesaurus and i was like oh god that is so much realer than all these other movies where like everyone shows up as a freshman and starts like verbal sparring with their knowledge of history and and going at it as if they've like already have a master's degree or something mm-hmm. but undergrads they're not they're not there they they they're, really need to learn how to oh yeah babies. figure out what a they're paragraph babies. is it's true although but you said to me last night when they when they gave that uh that advice about the thesaurus you said that is double-edged sword oh yeah Oh yeah. oh yeah, you, you can can't just use a, take a thesaurus don't blind. Take that thesaurus too far. Oh, um, I think that we should let everyone take a gander at a thesaurus over a break and listen to a word for our sponsors. Uh, please continue circling for a parking spot and send another desperate email to your group project members. We'll be back talking academic movies with spoiler alert on ninety one point three CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham and Sonia Stanger, and. Devin and Annalise. Hello. Wow, wow, wow. Hi. <laughs> not Jeremy. No, not Jeremy. We're going to be back talking more academic movies, but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. <gasps> what Yay. do you have to say, Jeremy? Not here. Okay, so <laughs> this game. That's what he says. Yeah. I'm not, not in here. Studio. He sent us this, uh, and I will, yeah, I'll read the title. You guys tell me what you think it's about, mm. and I'll tell you what it's actually about. Um, so this movie is called Stealing Harvard. <laughs> Stealing Harvard. Stealing Harvard. Do you guys want to go first since no, you're the guest? No. Oh. Devin wants to go. Well, uh, sure. Yeah, What's sure. this movie about, Devin? What do you think this Stealing about? Stealing Harvard. Well, 
what first comes to mind is maybe it's like a heist film. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, but you can't really steal a diploma. So maybe they're stealing like, I don't know, some prestigious, well, like Jeremy Bentham's head or something from. <laughs> oh. from is he from Harvard? I don't know. It I don't know. It doesn't matter. Some old, old embalmed body that's maybe worth some money, and they. Oh yeah, what do they, they do with that body once they get it? <laughs> they sell it to a frat house to make the best kegger ever. Oh, oh do they drink out of? They like make Ew, one of those funnels skull. through the body. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's that's stealing Harvard. It's, wow, it's clearly gross. about that a cadaver so robbing. That formaldehyde would get house. you a little drunk for <laughs> sure. <laughs> it would mess you up. Annalise, do you want to go? You, you want to go last? Okay. Stealing Harvard. I think it's about um, a contractor who decides that uh, as a tradesperson, he's not valued equally to people um, who are highly educated. And he decides that he's physically going to <laughs> steal the entirety of Harvard. Wow. <laughs> the building. Um, that is a heist. It's a heist wow. and a half. And he, he assembles a team of other tradespeople. Um, <laughs> and it's like a, yeah, like a ragtag bunch. And it's very funny. How many years did it take? Oh, just steal the entire. Just, just yeah, piece by piece. <laughs> just like one, like Seems tile like a at a very time. Large project. At, at what point? <laughs> at what point do like the administrators realize that it's being stolen from under their feet? Mm, Literally, longer than it should take. Yeah, it well, takes longer than it should because they're just used to things being a little. They're all down. Yeah. professors, and they're all pretty useless <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they're all really focused on like. 18th century marriage <laughs> vows, <laughs> things like that. Um, I oh. was thinking this morning. This is I wrote this before I read. Oh, the, I like the wiki. that. That's yeah. smart. So I believed that stealing Harvard is about a meek woman named Meg. <laughs> she gets a job in the financial department of Harvard University, mm. where she had always dreamed of going, oh. but she simply did not have the funds to do it. Um, while she is working there, she discovers a loophole in the tuition payments that makes it appear as if it's fully paid for certain students. She and her friend in recruitment scheme together to allow students that can't afford to attend Harvard to oh, be able to attend. It's a feel-good film. It works for years, and it allows Meg to become more self-confident um, until a rich undergrad attempts to expose their scheme. Oh, probably paid by Army Ham. I was just going to say, it's a Winkle The Winkle Boss twins trying <laughs> It's also, like, come for her. it's also like a campus conservative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, uh, Wingo Voss for sure. Yeah. Uh, old money. <laughs> Future governor. Old, old so twin old. money. Um, Sean, that's so good. That's good. I'm kind of making mine up on the spot, but I'm thinking it's set, uh, it's set in Yale, like Harvard's oh, yeah. rival, rival school. And mm. they're, they're really working on outdoing Harvard and um, some... High-end administrators decide that to take down Harvard, they need to kidnap the chancellor. <gasps> and so there's, like, this cabal of, like, high-end bureaucrats, university administrators who are just evil. Oh, like, yeah. evil, but they also enlist, like, the frat boys. Oh. Um, and they enlist, like, the smart engineering students to, like, create, like some kind of Rube Goldberg machine oh, to, to get into the chancellor's wow. house and like the frat boys do a distraction at like the rival frat and like a bunch of hilarity. This is great. This is like a big Ocean's Eleven like yeah, that sounds at good. Yale. Yeah, but like chancellors don't really do much so it's also nonsensical but that's 
that's how most of these and, films and go. you get to make some toast while you're stealing the Chancellor with that Rube Goldberg machine oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it so do most Rube Goldberg and, and so here's the that's actually <laughs> what qualifies it as a Rube Goldberg and machine like molasses <laughs> want like rum made of molasses coming yeah. through this weird distillery because the engineering students like are, oh, yeah. are apparently always doing that yeah. according to my dad I've heard this um well you guys were so close in no shape or form. Oh, oh. good one, Jeremy. Um, it's a 2002 comedy, um, and as contractually obligated for 2002, stars Tom Green <laughs> oh uh, and Jason Lee, Leslie Mann, and Megan Mullally. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh. And it is about a middle-class man who turns to a life of crime in order to finance his niece's first year at Harvard University. Wow. And it looks kind of insane. <laughs> So what you're saying is I was a little bit close. <laughs> like, I guess, like, uh, technically a little bit. Um, as always, the game is sponsored by the RPL Film Theater, our favorite theater in town where you can see the best cinema for the least ducats in the world. Yes, yes. right there. Maybe not the world. Maybe not. But here. But close. But close. And here. Love you. Top tap. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is not a very good professor? All of oh, them in film. Many. Yeah, Every single that's a one. Big list. Every single. Um, we were talking, Annalise, about oh. Mr. Indiana Jones. <gasps> oh no! Wait. Indiana Jones. Who? Oh right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Sorry, Professor Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's Professor Jones to you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I've never seen any Indiana Jones movies, <laughs> oh but I understand gosh. he's a professor and probably leaves a lot of work to his TAs, which I do oh, not certainly. appreciate. Well, first of all, he is a major hottie professor. Yeah, he has a chili pepper five, sure. Oh, he's oh. he's serving five chilies, <laughs> but he is also wearing, like, when he's teaching, he has little glasses and a little yeah. comb-over oh, hair oh, my God. and, like, tweed jacket. Yeah. And his students are literally, like, doing the most. One girl just, like, what does she write on her eyelids? She just writes, like, love you. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot and about she just that. slowly <laughs> blinks at him. Those students are wild. They're it's a lot. very oh hot my God. for Indy. Thirsty. Hot for, for Indy. They are. Mr. Jones. Professor Mr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Professor Jones. But I know that he's not waiting until his breaks to go on these bizarre trips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, think, he can't oh, always he can't be on exactly. sabbatical. He can't be sabbaticaling constantly. Someone is getting screwed. It's very unrealistic. It no, is. it's realistic that like probably some grad students are picking up the slack of his work. Mm -hmm. And probably not being paid fairly for it. Yeah. Especially back then, when he only pays in priceless heirlooms and, <laughs> and bags My of and gold. gold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, grad students, though, grad students didn't appear much in the films that we watched. But when they did appear, they were pretty good. Do we have any examples? Well, uh, it, it was mostly Goodwill Hunting. Um, there's a great, there's a great TA in, is that Goodwill? Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Named Tom, and um, the first, the first scene with Tom is like this big lecture hall and this really renowned. Uh, prof in maths is like finishes up his class and he's like, "All right, bye. If you have any questions, Tom can answer them." And everyone just like rushes out and like poor Tom is like left carrying all the books and stuff. And then um, the professor discovers 
Will, Will Hunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just Tom is good. always around, like, sad, like, <laughs> taking notes for the prof and, like, just has to, like, come along all the time and Second fiddle doing to all Will. the work, doing mm-hmm. all, like, the real grunt work. He has to go and, like, try and track down Will at his workplace. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, like, near the end, Tom tells Will that he doesn't understand how good he has it having someone so brilliant as Professor What's Skarsgård <laughs> that loves him and he's like Professor Skarsgård so hard to gain the approval of his supervisor and we'll never get it we'll never get any ounce of respect oh Tom's never getting that oh, that's he's dark, just like guys. basically the cuck yeah. Can I say that? (laughs) We need a title called (laughs) Cucked by a Bee. Cuckoldry is a common theme. I think, yeah, I think he did an excellent job. He's just like, he just looks very sad, you know. He's so sad. He's down. And he's always, that's the thing about grad students, is they're always finishing up the actual work of the professors. Mm. And then the professors are running in and just like picking up the work and presenting it. Yeah, maybe it doesn't sound great to you guys, but. It's how I feel a lot of the time, so that's why it, it was court. like, oh yeah, that's that's our experience. You guys saw yourself in Tom. To we did. Oh yeah. no, you guys are not oh. the Toms in my heart. Oh, thank you. Well, the Toms are well, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> the Toms that were donated to someone in need. <laughs> um, did you guys watch anything else this week on on the brand of this show? <laughs> Sonia, I know that you watched many things that were not related. I watched so many. My What You Watch is going to be illustrious. Yeah. Um, I watched most of A Beautiful Mind this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just it's interesting. I feel like a lot of times the academia is not at all the focus of the film. Yeah, and so you, ever. So it's just like you don't get a, a ton of picture and what you do get is not great. I feel like they do that thing in lectures where they walk in, they're like, everyone <laughs> settle down, settle down. And then they're like say one thing and they they yell at someone and then they're like class dismissed (laughs) like like, everyone's in class for less than two minutes yeah they have four minute classes um none of them seem that interested in like the success of their students which is like that's maybe kind of true hard to say depends on the professor um yeah a lot of the things we've already covered well i think i think one of the best scenes and you see it a couple times I forget exactly which films it was, but when the lesson is the very first lesson and all the students are in and they're excited and then the professor comes in and uh, picks up the big textbook and, mm-hmm. you know, looks at it very briefly and then just throws whoosh, it in the garbage. Right in the yeah. garbage yeah. can. A beautiful mind does that. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne in Higher Education, I love it. He's like, uh, welcome like- <laughs> to reality, everyone. Or, as your course outline says, Political Science 101. Oh, man. Oh, that's a blind to keep. <laughs> the real deal. Honestly, people probably already bought that. That's rude. <laughs> I know. It. Those books well, like, are These books expensive. are not cheap. Yeah. Seriously, oh. textbooks are too expensive. Oh, that's why I, by hook or by crook, I, my textbooks are always, like, stapled together from, like, scraps I've assembled <laughs> from other. It was a disaster. <laughs> like, trying to, like, read the whole thing while signing out by the library. Um, well, I think we've we've gone on this for a bit, and I think that we should all discuss a bit of a what you're watching. Oh, right. Wow. Well, there are four of us. So there are four of us, time. and we went through... Over Christmas holidays, there's a lot to watch. That's true. Do you have something you'd like to begin with? Um, so I recently watched Bird Box. Oh, how was it? It was pretty crazy. Have you guys heard of it? No. Um, so it's the 
uh, eternally ageless Sandra Bullock oh. is uh, pregnant in the apocalypse. Basically, <laughs> she there's like um, it's this thing is happening in the world, and then it eventually comes to America, where it happens to Sandra, where there's like people see something. It's sort of invisible, but if you see it, it takes the form of something you're... Oh, it, your greatest fear, right? Or so it takes the form of something, and it makes you just eternally sad or scared, and it just causes you to immediately commit suicide. Oh, Whoa. my goodness. It's really weird and dark. And so people all around her, all of a sudden, it happens. She's, like, getting a, an ultrasound, and then all of a sudden it hits her hospital, and everyone is committing suicide by all waves and it's really dark um and so wow. this ragtag group get together and hide out in a house um conflicts arise um oh and also a plot point is it does not affect crazy people like they're they're mm. like the mental asylum down the way all got loose but none of them are wearing blindfolds because i feel like they're trying to say that crazy people already see like yeah like hallucinations and so then it doesn't affect them and then these people are like trying to rip off people's blindfolds so they can see oh. it and so that's like another part of it this is, is the, no. a lot it's so <laughs> this crazy is a lot. um except that so after all of this insanity oh and then this is like the start and then it keeps flashing f back and forth five years later when she has two children because she's pregnant and then she meets another woman that's pregnant and then she has these two children five years later that she is like turned into you know apocalypse survivors um and they're like making a, a way down a river to go to this a place where they think we'll be safe um are you just Spoiling this No, movie. this is like all in the start. Oh wow. So complex. It's, it's really complex. And also, but so it's a pretty unimaginative ending, I have to say. I was don't very say, just don't like. Don't do it. No, I won't News. say it, but I was just like, huh, whatever. Yeah. Um, also, my sister brought up the fact that Sandra's scream is the exact same when she's getting waxed in Miss Congeniality mm -hmm. as it is when she's like <laughs> <laughs> being attacked by like psycho rednecks. <laughs> it's like Did the you exact do same side by like, side? Ah! <laughs> it's really funny. I wish we so had I can't really take too. her seriously when she yeah. when she's doing that. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know if I advise watching it or not, but maybe you should because hmm. the memes are everywhere and <laughs> it will you'll be spoiled any minute. Oh, okay. I better watch that. Yeah. Should we go in, in a circle and just do one yeah. each time we go around? Oh, okay. okay. Do you guys have one? Did you guys watch um, anything? Well, I also watched a Sandra Bullock film <gasps> recently um, on the plane here, actually, which was Ocean's 8. And um, I thought Sandra Bullock kind of sucked. Mm. But I usually kind of think that. Ooh. Wow, shots. Ooh. She's coming for wow. Sandy. Wow. My goodness. Not taking Ooh, that. Unpopular That's opinion shame. alert. <laughs> I mean, um, I like it. I like a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> She just has like one face. She's pretty boring. Um, yeah, she's boring. Well, in Ocean's Eight, maybe she has Ocean's one face Eight was boring. <laughs> I like to see. I was excited to see like an. I am sorry if you guys has. You, you might have talked about this film. Already. I want to hear Ocean's what you think. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Um, but we just watch it, and I thought it was underwhelming. <gasps> I, wow. I thought Ocean's Hate. <laughs> I, I was really I was really hoping for a lot just to enjoy seeing this like wonderful cast of women yeah. um play off each other and the plot the writing just like 
did them a disservice, and they were underutilized, most of them. I agree. But it was, it was a good heist, though. Yeah. Good heist, great Kate Blanchett costumes. I was going to say, how did you feel about Kate Blanchett's bangs? Um, oh. To me, those were the highlights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were, you know... Kate Blanchett edgy, had good hair. Educate. I also I liked Educate. I yeah. like that that other woman in the in the movie. Um, <laughs> she plays Bellatrix the Strong. What's her oh, name? Um, oh, Helena Bonham Carter. Yes, yeah, that, she yeah. was good. She was oh, good. She was great. Yeah. It was nice to see her do something a bit different. Although she tends to play like a nervous wreck. Yeah. yeah. And she was playing that yeah. again, but just a, the different flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Something different for her. But what did you think yes. about Anne Hathaway? Oh, yeah. Because I feel mm. like she was my, I thought she was, I like nailed it. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed her. I think she was smartly cast to play that because people already kind of think she's mm-hmm. that kind of star and um, who's like too perfect and like a diva. Um and she really like leaned into that, and I really liked that. Yeah, I thought she mm-hmm. did great. Um, yeah, she just leaned in. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone did great. Sandra, you did pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sandra's listening. Sandra, not you. <laughs> uh, but but the the plot, the writing, yeah. Just. But I did have. I don't know. I don't regret it. It's I don't a great plane movie. That is. Yeah. yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. What did you watch on a plane? Uh, well, if we watched anything. that together. So, you did? Same yeah, screen? We did. No, it's two s- separate screens. And, and you it. both were like, did you okay, go one, play. Two, three, no. play. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we oh, did. And it was harder than you think. Because oh, yeah. those touch screens in those oh, planes are like, they're not real t- like touch screens we know today. They are like the touch screens of yesteryear. It's like the same touch screen technology that you have when you're like gambling at like a bar. Yeah, and you know you got but quarters yeah. in the machine, and or you're getting a ticket to the Go Train. If for oh. those of you who know the GTA, <laughs> yeah, those machines suck too. That's a niche joke, but I think Sorry. our listeners will get it. Oh, it's, honestly, that's gonna kill. Yeah, gonna it kill feels very metropolitan. Yeah, <laughs> talk more about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, everyone's oh, gonna hate me for that. Sorry, everyone. What's it like having public transit? <laughs> <laughs> We're not familiar. We don't know it. So. Mm-hmm. And that's your review. You enjoyed it also. Slightly. Well, I well okay. I mean, I don't know. I've watched. I, feel, I what did I watch? Well, this whole like Halloween season, mm-hmm. a friend of mine convinced a whole group of us to watch every single Halloween film ever made. Oh, my. impossible! How in, did you do it? In the lead, well, not how you know Halloween the series, like the specific. Series. Oh, that Halloween series. Yeah. Halloween in <laughs> italics. Yeah. yeah. Like what? You can. And uh, I think there was there was maybe like 13 of them yeah. or something. There's, There's, yeah, it was, it was a lot of films. And it was all in the lead up to the newest one. And, uh, you know, you'd think Michael Myers, the uh, masked wordless killer, would mm-hmm. get boring. But uh, somehow they make it fresh. He keeps coming. So he keeps coming. Yeah, he never goes away. Oh, How it. was the new one? It was very good. I'm scared of it. Yeah, me it's too. It's a little bit freaky i mean you know it's apparently it's the same uh actor playing michael myers as it was in the first one in the I 70s. Did hear that. and uh he's a big man is he he's a very big man and he's probably an older man yes by now yes. that makes it scarier you know to me what, yeah. what else he's in what? <laughs> um i'm uh, sure he's some kind another of another large shapeless <laughs> yeah a shapeful thing i don't know <laughs> Is he the fish in the shape of water? Oh, oh 
no, that man, oh, he's in. He's he, a lot that, of body work. Yeah, he body does acting. do a lot of body acting. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's him. I don't he know. Seems big. Someone, someone just <laughs> talked about this man, the Shape of Water person, <laughs> the fish man. <laughs> no, I think about him. Christy, too much. friend of the show, Christy said that he is Billy from Hocus Pocus. Yes, he is. Wow. <gasps> You're right. So wow. I don't think he can be all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of these things. I don't some, know why I thought that was me, so funny. Someone told me that they met that fish man at like some. I don't know, Tiff after party. Wow. Oh, and, yeah. And they, sh- I forget who it was, and they shook hands. And it was a moist handshake. And <laughs> <laughs> it was the wettest handshake they've ever had. Um, no, but they, they said he, like, was very flowy, even as just regular out of yeah, fish graceful. suits. Yeah, graceful. Yeah. And, this is why and he was I, very good with his body boy, yes. and a joy to watch. I think it was yeah. my friend Robin. That's why right. he was wow. yes. Robin. Shout out to Robin. Yeah. I want to see him Thanks, Robin. walk. I'm sure you can find Let it on YouTube. Yeah. I watched a couple things this week. Um, actually, many things. But a couple things I would like to talk about. Um, a new Netflix original movie. Oh. Um, they really are winning me over with some oh my of the original I know what you're content. Dumplin. Yeah. Did you know? I did. Dumplin? Oh. Yes. I was like scared to watch it because it made I, me so happy. I know why. Wow. Um, Basically, it is this young woman. She's, I think, like in her senior year of high school. Or also, like going she, into... as an aside, is in Bird Box as well. Is she? Yeah. That actress. That actress. Netflix Not is the really <laughs> finding these young stars. Yeah. Um, and she, her mother is played by Jennifer Aniston, and she mm. is like a former pageant queen, beauty queen. Um, and Dumplin is like a fat, kind of schlubby, like kind of tomboyish a little bit yeah. teen who just like is fully scornful of her mom's interest in pageants and has recently lost her aunt who was like her prominent caregiver in a lot of ways and who sort of taught her about her own fatness and like that she should love herself and was a huge figure in her life and basically Dumplin Dumplin is what her her mom calls her and I she don't like know what hates her real name it. Is. Her real name is Will Willadine. Oh right, right. Willadine. Willadine. And then people call her Will and it's cute. Yeah. Um and she's so cute also. Like she's she does so great in this role. Um and she finds uh like a pageant registration form of her aunt's and realizes that she had wanted to be in the pageant and wasn't. So she decides to Oh, cuz her aunt passes away. Yes, cuz her aunt has, is dead. Uh, why did I say it like that? So it's just so well, fun. Uh, she's dead. That's just a fact. Um, and it's really so. Like basically, movies never get fatness right, and yeah. this movie does. I mean, Nutty mm. Professor is right. Case in point. Exactly. <laughs> just, Sorry, it's, I would say that. I would argue that gets it exactly. Exactly right. right. That is my life experience. Every Nutty Professor has a buddy love inside them. You know, just exactly. Waiting. Exactly. Kind of an asshole. <laughs> Waiting to steal the show to Colin Routine. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And I was so, like, it was a relief because as a fat person, a lot of times when you're consuming media about yourself, you're just like, okay, and we're going to be the punchline now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now we're going to learn that this person will lose weight and then, like, be happier with their life or whatever. Um, yeah, it's very lovely and nuanced in a lot of ways. What did you, did you watch it? Um, I did. And also, so then a bunch of people realize or like find out oh, that yeah. she's going to uh, enter the competition. And so then like other, like another 
fat girl in, that she knows enters mm-hmm. and is like I love her and she's so awesome she's the best character and like just like random goth girl just like a bunch of characters also enter yeah. and compete and then they're also kind of a mockery of it but then they all help each other sort of excel in this big uh, at the end of the show. Oh, and then they go to a drag bar. Yeah, and some oh. drag queens drag become queens their, like, teach them fairy godmothers. Yeah. And it's really, it's I all really that. cute. And it's all set to the music of Dolly Parton because oh. I taught her to love Dolly Parton. Yeah, it's so, I, I buried the lead on that one. Watch that. It is so, like, I cried, like, five times. I just so many. It's a really nice yeah. about friendship and yeah. And Jennifer Aniston's not, like, a villain either. She just no, is, like, I really liked that. Yeah. But she's hilarious. She's great. Yeah. I, like, I just loved it top to bottom. Okay. Well, we got to wrap up, you guys. Oh, uh, I'd like oh. to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song, Manituna, for our theme song, and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Thanks to everyone at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show's broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on the CJTR website, Spotify, and Apple Play. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify, or Facebook, so give us a follow. Thanks for a great 2018, and see y'all next year, and have a good night. Thank you to our beautiful guests. I forgot to do that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.